What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show today. Hopefully, we got a good crowd as we're going to turn the page finally. I'm done with the Derby. How about you, Papa Dude? I'm I'm glad you are. (laughs) I'm finally done. I'm just like Mm -hmm. I can't I can't do it anymore. I've got to I've got to go on to something else. Uh, Thankfully, they run a big race two weeks after the Derby. I mean, it's. Let's bury it. I mean, how many times can we talk about did Rich Strike get a good trip and is he that good? And I mean, and all of us saw it for ourselves, you know. We don't need to quit keep talking about it, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. And Davey's here with us. He said, let's get this party started. That's right. I think people are happy uh, to, to go on to the Preakness. Uh, Brett's here with us as well. He said, good afternoon to everybody. And good afternoon, everybody watching for sure. Um, yeah, listen, uh, you know, you got, you you responded to a tweet said, "I wish uh, somebody would have a podcast talking about bad beats or how they got into the game." Here's a bad beat for you: being alive to the pick four and the pick five, and Rich Strike winning the Derby when your two horses, yeah. one of two of the horses you were alive to, looked home. That's yeah. a bad beat. Let's start with that. That's as bad as beat as it gets. I, I I don't know how you can feel much sicker than that. Because it looked like, if, especially if you had Epicenter, I mean, yeah. come on. You had to just be sick. <laughs> yeah, Magic had him at 13 to 1 in the future wagers. Oh, and, my uh, God. He uh, wanted to throw up. He has not told me what, how much he had on him, but uh, I do know he was. He had him at 13 to 1. So Yeah, it was, I would, if you'd have had a bunch of money, well, any money really, holy cow. <laughs> That would have been awful. Patricia said, let the whiny begin. No, this is that was it. That was it, Patricia. We're moving on. We're going to the preakness. It's a new day. <laughs> I can't because I, yeah. I just I can't anymore. All right, let's let's just do it. Let's get right okay. to it. And speaking that's, of red strike, that's who we'll start with. So all right, I'm gonna go contender by contender. Now, this is the list that we have from Pimlico. Now you may see something different out there. There's a lot of different lists floating around. Uh, but this is what we have, so this is what we'll go by to kind of start analyzing uh, these horses for the Preakness and getting ready for the next jewel of the Triple Crown. And and you have to start with Rich Strike. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you going to approach Rich Strike in the Preakness? <laughs> well, before I get started on that, we got Isaac up there. And Isaac, hang on. We're going to talk about the NBA, Bill. I'll answer your question first. Isaac is a huge Golden State Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether you watched any of it or are aware of what happened last night. Tell me what happened in to the Warriors last night. Yeah. That was, was a no show. Yeah. As Isaac said, and this is harsh talk for him. Yeah. He's mad. He thought yep. it was a joke. And I am too. And we'll get to that, Isaac, here in a yep. little bit. I have no idea what happened, but let's get this horse raising done hang around and we'll get to it uh rich strike how am i going to approach it well from the field that i'm looking at right now i'm not going to leave him out i was impressed 
with Rich Strike. And I, I don't know if they, I, you know, a lot of people were saying it was a fluke, blah, blah, blah. Well, it might have been. But my eyes, and I'm not the horse racing experts that a lot of you are, but my eyes showed me that was a hell of a run by that horse. Why can't he do it again? Right. Yeah. And actually, we've got, I don't know if this is, this is true or not, but this says Rich Strike has pulled out of the oh. freakness. Uh, just tweeted by Marty McGee. So we could, uh, yeah, that, that, that may not be <laughs> the best horse to talk about here. Well, um, do you think it. he would do that? All right. I've got to look this up. You're going to go live to our Twitter feed here to make sure this isn't, this isn't a fake before we go on to anything else. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. Uh, now treated, tweeted by Byron King. So how about this? We'll break a little bit of news on the, on the, on the show today. Right as we were talking about, and yes, Joey, I, I, I didn't doubt you. I just didn't want to say it for certain until I saw it with my own eyes. Right as we were talking about Rich Strike, he will pass the Preakness and run at the Belmont. So the only horse that has a chance to win the Triple Crown is not going to win the Triple Crown. Is now out. I am shocked. Me too. I really am. Uh, he must not have come out of that very good. Yeah. And you know what the owner says? We don't run a race unless we think we're going to win it. Yeah. So they must not think they're going to win it. Huh. Well, and Patricia's right about a lot of, well, pretty much all of this. The connections are very concerned about the welfare of the horse, and mm -hmm. he never runs more than five weeks apart. Plus, that race is too short for him. And that's what the point I was getting. I had this great argument of why you cannot play Rich Strike in the Preakness. Um, <laughs> it's a little too short. I think, uh, you know, he wants a little bit longer distance course. I don't think the pace was going to set up for him quite like it did in the Derby either. Um, yeah, and Patricia, Patricia actually said that on Monday. I think we were on one of our shows and said that. So, Rich Strike out of the Preakness. Well, there's not very many horses that ran in the Kentucky Derby that are in the Preakness. Yeah. So, are we looking at it, something that's going to happen before long where they're going to have to put a little bit of distance between the Derby and the Preakness? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's starting to look like that, isn't it? So let's let's kind of pivot towards this event, and we're going to kind of scrap. I mean, we'll still go through the Preakness contenders, but this breaking news kind of changes the discussion, oh, obviously. Good. Yes. What does this do for the Preakness? How excited are you now? Like, the, the special thing about the Preakness is, obviously, the Triple Crown is always still exactly. on the line. Exactly. What? How do you feel about this Preakness now that the Kentucky Derby winner is not going to be well, I'm a horse racing fan, so I it I will watch it. I mean, you know, I'm still into it. But mm -hmm. for 90% of the people in this country, no. The interest isn't there, I don't think. Yeah. I, I really don't. I think, you know, there's a lot of us that follow horse racing closely and we're into it. But the majority of people, people aren't. And that's why I'm thinking this may uh, force the horse racing industry to change this schedule a little yeah. bit and you know people are going well you know winning the triple crown is hard it takes a lot of stuff that's why it's so rare people yeah it's supposed to be hard it is i mean you're not supposed to win a triple crown very often that's yeah. what makes the triple crown i mean if we had a horse win the triple crown every year would it be as good 
as what it is now? No, no. So it's it's supposed to be hard. But the the problem starts to become. I agree with what you're saying, and I also yeah. agree with the commenters. So I'm playing both sides of the picture. Yeah, I get you. The problem starts to become if horses start to not even take a shot at it. Right. Then we have a problem, right? That's what I was getting at too. Okay. Are we now going to have to make a change because it's going to hurt the industry if this continues? Yeah. Especially a horse like this that's come out of nowhere and is a special story. Yeah. And think of the uh, hype that whatever network is carrying this. I don't know who carries the Preakness. NBC. Okay. Think of the hype they could have created. Come and watch this Cinderella horse and see if he can do it again. That's out the window now. I don't think that doesn't play a big part in this because it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is really a deflating for me personally. And I, I'm not one that was going to bet him, but from the fan part of me, wanted to see can he do it? You know, well, that's why it rushed his head. Yeah. yeah. That was the whole story. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to have to make up some shit to make this interesting for me. Well, and we can do that. There's no question. We oh, can do well, it well, here. There's going to be all kinds of good stuff come out, no doubt about it. But we just lost a huge story yeah this it, is just a you know it hasn't been that long ago remember what it was like when mind that bird won the derby and then came back and that was a big day hyped that up and that horse ran his butt off in the pre well and it was going to be very similar of a kentucky oaks winner versus a kentucky derby winner now Absolutely. obviously rachel alexandra was way 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 better than secret oath right. and i don't mean that as a disrespect to secret oath that's just the facts so I mean, but it was a, it was mine that bird versus Rachel Alexander, and it was it was yeah. two weeks of just absolute, you know, not not chaos, but just hype, and everybody was excited. It was, and I it felt like a lighter version of that, and now we're not going to get it. So. I think, and I and I have no way of knowing, but I believe the ratings for this Preakness race because of this story, yeah, would have been off the charts. I really do. I, I've had a lot of people that, that don't have any interest in racing that have asked me, boy, did you like that Derby? Wow. What was that like to be at that Derby? I agree. I think this, we were heading towards a, a ratings uh, extravaganza for the Preakness. I think people were really jacked up about it. Yeah. So for him not to be there, it's, it's really deflating in a lot of ways. As far as people that like are watching this channel and the comments that are coming in on the channel right now, People probably aren't too upset. I mean, they're going to bet it anyway. It's yeah, not that big a deal. You maybe, will. you know, maybe they wanted to bet him and they're upset. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to go against him. They thought he would take money and they're upset. But yeah, for the general public, this is this is bad. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Us degenerates, you know, that follow this and are going to watch it no matter what. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But to yeah. Joe Blow down the street that just watched Triple Crown and watched the Kentucky Derby and thought, wow, this is unbelievable. That guy might bet on him. Yeah. Those kind of people would, you know. Yes. Would bet yeah. on him. Uh, yeah. Jennifer makes a great point here. And this is exactly what the network, or if I was in charge of the network, would do. Yep. You're drawn out is D. Wayne Lucas and yep. Secret Oath. That's yep. what you focus on now. There's your story. Yeah, they're going to pivot towards that for sure. Uh, and that's the story. Like I said, can the girls beat the boys? And that's a story that sells. We've seen that over and over and over in racing and and so that's that's going to be the thing and you know um 
gosh, I just, I, I'm really surprised. Really, well, really, we're really shocked because we were all set, man, we've had this all yeah. booked out what we're going to talk about. And, and lo and behold, right here as we get started, this breaks. It's, it's pretty yeah. unbelievable that we had it all planned out. Okay, yeah. we'll start with Rich Strike. And then the first one, not one, not the first, but one of the first comments is he's out. <laughs> I know, and now, now we've we've got to change on the fly, which we can do because we kind of uh, planned all this on the fly, like we always do. Yeah. So this is easy for us, but this is a story, and I hate it. I really do. I wanted to see him run again. You know, I thought it was. Yeah. I wanted to see if he is as good as he ran that day, because you know. Since we had the show on Monday, and I went back and watched that race two or three more times, and I'm simply amazed. Yeah. Every time I see what that horse did. Well, was, yeah, that's the thing. What if he did it again? And what if he was going to the crown? I mean, yeah, pretty crazy. What if he wins the Belmont somehow, and he wins two of the three legs? I mean, that would be unbelievable as well to think that that could that could perceivably happen. And now we have to wait five weeks and kind of, I think Russ said, it's like, I really just wanted to see, is he, is he good or is he a fluke or, or like exactly. what? Well did. Yeah. That was the story. So, and man, man, this is, this is unbelievable. And I just, um, a general question for you. Um, how much of them keeping this race schedule the way it is now, it used to be, didn't they move the Belmont back another week a few years ago? Wasn't it a two-week thing, too? No, I, for as long as I've followed it, it's been three. Okay, well, it hasn't been for me. It was every two weeks after the Derby yeah. for a long time. I'm sure of that. So, anyway, how much of this is tradition and just stubbornness to not change this? Because You'd have to put an asterisk behind by the winner. Oh, this was after we changed the schedule and all that. But here's the deal. We don't train the horses are not trained the same today as they were back then. You just ran the horse. You just ran it. You know, you, you didn't think about it. And now it's different. I, I, I think if stuff like this keeps happening, we, we have a problem and it has to get corrected because I'm all for traditions, but this has been yeah. changed before. Uh, yeah. Hell, they used to run them even closer together uh, yeah. way back in the day. To me, if, if, if horses are going to skip, and, and then maybe he comes out, but, well, what they're saying is we're just going to go to the Belmont and skip the Preakness. So yeah. if he's healthy as far as, you know, he's got no injuries, there's nothing nothing bothering him, it's, it's a real kick in the teeth. So this is a, it's, a, it's a major story in racing. It could be an industry problem um, that, that's going to have to get corrected because it, you can't. If you're going to sell this as a triple crown, you have to have horses that are wanting to run in the race. Exactly. Well, look what we've got. We've got Epicenter, uh, Secret Oaks didn't run in the triple crown, or didn't run in the Derby, it ran in the Oaks the day before. So that yeah. counts. Uh, simplification, Zandon, isn't that it? Yeah. And maybe Happy Jack? Yeah, maybe. I and mean, Zandon's a maybe. Very yeah, so you got maybe. two maybes, yeah. three definites. So you got, you got five horses out of 20. Yeah that have decided to run in the Preakness. And I would like to do, you know, you can, I bet you can do some research and, and this may be a small bunch to come out of the Kentucky Derbies. As I can remember, this is not that many. No. Men are running the Preakness. Right. Yeah. And it's the training schedule that they're on now. It's yeah. a different setup. They train horses differently now. 
And it yeah. could be because these horses are worth so much more money now than they used to be. Mm-hmm. That may be something you have to take into consideration if you're in charge of horse racing. Hey, we're going to have to change something because the money that these horses can make these owners after they retire, these good ones, it's not worth the risk to get them hurt and run them that close together. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's definitely a problem. And like magic carrots, you know, the Derby in May Preakness in June, Belmont in July. I mean, you could do that uh, and it would probably be just fine. And I don't think people would argue at this point because I mean, if you're going to use this, I mean, if this is the thing that's going to start happening, you just have to change it. I think there's just no way around it. And I, I was a proponent for a long time. No, don't change it. That's what makes it special. But I also don't want to see, you know, two or three Derby horses, and, and nine or 10 new ones that just aren't very good. Because well, if you're running in the Preakness and you didn't run in the Derby, that means you, you're you not that great. There's not very many times. There's a couple, and we'll talk about a couple in a second, that are decent, mm-hmm. that just couldn't get in or they chose not to. But overall, you're talking about horses that really aren't that good. Well, you are, because if, if you skip the Kentucky Derby, isn't that the race you want to run in the most if you're an owner? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, and so if you're, yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah. Um, and here's the other thing too, like you got a few in here that are going to be well rested, that are decent horses running in the Preakness. They have an advantage over these ones that have been in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and and I agree. Somewhere up through there, somebody said, "Well, American Pharaoh did it." Yes, right. And Justify did it too. Yeah. So it can be done. There's no questioning. We're not questioning that at all. And I, we don't know. Rich Strike may have some sort of an injury. That's a possibility. He may not have come out of the race right. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll find that out uh, later. If you believe the connections, there is no injury involved. He's fine. He came out of the race fine. They just, they just want more time. I don't believe them. So there you go. <laughs> well, no, that, you could get into the conspiracy theories, or no, I'm not any conspiracy theory. I, I just don't believe them. I, I, I just don't. I, I, if that horse is okay, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't turn that next race down. I just couldn't do. It. I just don't think I could do it. No, no, absolutely not. You got a chance to make history. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well. They did so. Uh, well, and again, and, and 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 if they don't think he can, he's ready, and they did it on the up and up, and I, you know, more power to them because yeah. they got they 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 got a tip of my cap to him because uh, that took some some stones. I'll tell you that not to run him. Oh, and especially the you know people. These people are relatively unknown in the race. Yes, world. Uh, obviously, I and I've discussed this before person like myself knows who all these people are because I follow all these little tracks, but for the limelight they're getting and boy, it'd be real tempting to just ride that roller coaster as long as you could. Yes. Um, they basically jumped off the ride and said, we'll jump back on in five weeks. It's not like people are going to forget about him, but still it, it took a lot of, um, yeah, like I said, just a, a lot of, I guess, I guess stones would be the best word. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's quite a deal. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty shocked. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he's in the Belmont in five weeks and runs runs, and uh, you know we'll we'll see how he does. So we'll we'll uh, pigeonhole him for another day, I guess. We'll talk yeah. about him in, in a few weeks. Um, 
All right. Well, let's not completely punt on the Preakness. Well, there won't be a triple crown winner. We now know that. There will not be a triple crown winner this year. So if you voted or if you bet no on a triple crown winner, you are correct officially. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Epicenter will be in the Preakness. We got that confirmation yesterday. He was going to be the favorite anyway. Yeah. Is he even money to win this race oh, by I the time so. they go off now? I think so. Don't you? I do. I, yeah. I I don't think Red Strike would have beat him again anyway. Uh, I if Zandon doesn't run, he may be two to five. Yeah. Don't you think? I do. I do. Um, and Rodney Evans chimes in and, and uh, he said uh, earlier commenting he's newer to the game. So welcome. And I hope you're enjoying it. But his question is, why is everyone so high on Epicenter and not high on Secret Oath? Can someone break it down, please? Well, uh, talking to the guy that can do it there, Rodney. Epicenter number one. Uh, okay. All right. Let's break it down. Let's Let's break down Epicenter first. Uh, he's been the most consistent horse uh, amongst the three-year-olds all season long. Uh, his speed figures are a little bit better uh, than what Secret Oath has shown. Not a ton, but five or six points better, depending on what uh, you you look at. He had the Kentucky Derby in the bag and, and just got beat by kind of a fluke horse. But uh, his running style is really good for the Preakness. He can sit close. He doesn't have to be on the lead. So he checks every box. When you look at Secret Oath, she's only beaten the Phillies, and that's not that's that sounds harsh, but you know the the, the Oaks is not the Derby. The Phillies are not the males. She did face the males once and got third, and I think that's what a lot of people are looking at with her as well. The positives are new jockey Luis Saez for the Oaks came up and got a big win. She needs to be about four to one to epicenters even money that's kind of the talent difference between the two right. she consistently is running lower buyers uh or any speed figure you look at she's consistently running just a touch lower than what epicenter has been able to produce that's why you're going to see a lot more people uh, that are high on epicenter and not quite as high on secret oath uh, but we're going to get to secret oath in a second uh anything else to add on epicenter <clears throat> no that would be who i was who i will pick uh, because you say uh, he almost won the Kentucky Derby, yeah. had it won. Yeah. And then the horse that came out of nowhere to beat him is not going to run against him this time. And Zandon is not 100% in either. Yeah. So I, you know, I just don't see uh, somebody said early voting. Yes. That's a speed horse, right? He'll get out. Right. And he a speed horse. Yep. Mm -hmm. So they'll have to go get him. And Epicenter cannot let him get out too far ahead. Uh, but, and, and you said we're going to discuss secret else later. So I'll, I'll wait on that. Yeah. So we'll, let's jump right now to Zandon. Uh, he is 50, 50 at best at this point. Of course, they added a third place finisher. Chad Brown also has early voting. We'll talk about him in a second. Um, I think if Zandon was going to win one, it would have been in the Derby. I think he's another one though, that would be right there. Uh, if he runs, what do you think of his chances? Well, I, I I really like him a lot, and I thought I could see him and Epicenter going head to head again. I really could. Yeah. Why? What? What would be any different? You know, and I and I want to. Yeah, uh, truth exposed here. Who knows a lot more of it about than I do? Says it depends on how tired he is. Epicenter gets beat if he's exhausted. We're talking about a horse, not a human. I don't know that horses. I think two weeks 
Asmussen's not going to work him very hard to get him ready for. I don't think he'll be tired. I really don't. Well, if you look at Asmussen, Asmussen runners from the Derby to the Preakness, they usually show up and run pretty well. Remember, yeah. Curlin uh, was a horse that, that that was third in the Kentucky Derby, showed up and and ran down street since in an incredible race. Yeah, last year. Midnight Bourbon ran in the Derby, showed up at the Preakness, ran a very good second. Yeah. And he didn't lose the race because he was tired. He just, Rombauer freaked that day. If Rombauer hadn't run a career best race, Midnight Bourbon would have won the Preakness by multiple links. Um, Epicenter will show up with a big one. Where I would worry about Epicenter is that next one, if they do the Belmont. Oh, definitely. Because then you're going to start seeing it. But that Derby to Preakness for these experienced trainers. Right. On average, you can sh- you can count on them to show up yeah. with a pretty good horse. Shorter um, distance. Yeah, you could say that about Chad Brown as well. Remember, Good Magic ran in the Derby. He wheeled him back in the Preakness. He ran pretty well. You know, yeah. he, he he ran toe to toe with Justify for a long time. So, I trust that if Zandon shows up or and an Epicenter will he show did. up, they'll be ready. All right, well, on to the next plan, one. Playing that playing the tired angle, I'm yeah. not doing that at all. That yeah. doesn't worry me one bit. No, and listen, Curlin was not eased. He was running hard to the stretch. Midnight Bourbon was up up and ran a long ways the Kentucky Derby. That's I don't agree at all with your logic. Epicenter will show up. I oh. I almost guarantee it. Um, all right. I, I guarantee it as much as you can guarantee a horse showing up. I, oh, yeah. If Epicenter doesn't show up with a good race, I will be shocked. I'll put it that way. Um, but I was shocked on the first Saturday in May. Well, yeah, I mean, so. shocked is not a, a word. Yeah. We <laughs> we use that now quite often. Right, that's true. All right, the Philly Secret Oath, and Rodney uh, asked about Secret Oath. Now we can talk about him. Uh, I want to get Shoddy's comment up here because I absolutely agree. She said, see that race in the Arkansas Derby turned people off of her, and that was a mistake. You're right, Shoddy, 100%. She got a bad ride, bad trip in that mm-hmm. one. Um, got a better ride, better trip, and beat the girls in the Kentucky Oaks. Going to face the boys again. What do you think of her chances? Well, here's what gives me hope in this. I believe she beat some high-quality fillies in the Kentucky Oaks. That was a strong field. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I I, I agree with Shotty completely. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way she ran in the Arkansas Derby, and I just thought she wasn't as good as what what the hype. I did, and I kind of forgot about her. Yeah. And she ran in the Oaks like she did in the two uh, other stakes races she won at Oakland. She turned for home, and it was over. Mm-hmm. And. I don't think Epicenter is fantastic. I really don't. I don't think Zandon's fantastic. There's not an American Pharaoh in this bunch. Yeah. She's got a chance. I really believe. I think she has the talent to do it. Uh, She may just keep getting better and better Mm -hmm. as the year goes along. And I I think she'll definitely hit the board. I really do in, in this crew that she's with. I, I think he'll have her ready. He's another guy. Uh, he's done this a few years. He knows how to get these horses ready for the Preakness coming out of the Kentucky Derby. He's done it a few times. She'll be ready to go. Let me. I, let like, me, I like her chances. Let me speak on what you just said. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know 
what happened between the, you know, the Arkansas Derby and the Kentucky Oaks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's training. I don't know. Maybe she had, maybe she wasn't doing quite as good going into that Arkansas Derby. She walked by us in the Arkansas Derby and I looked at Jerry and I said, ah, she's not, she's not the yeah. one, man. She like, she looks like a normal Philly. She walked by us in the Kentucky Oaks. I thought that's a winner. She looked so much better. And I don't know, maybe she had a little issue and maybe she wasn't quite 100% Arkansas Derby. She looked great. And if she looks great in two weeks, I think it's a mistake to leave her off a ticket. I don't think she's quite fast enough. I still don't think she can run down a horse like Epicenter, but hitting the board, I definitely think she can do it. I think she can compete with some of these others. And you look at it, there's a lot of other ones now that, you know, if Xander doesn't show up or it strikes out, I mean, she's right there with a shot. Oh, I think so too. And I think four to one, you're probably going to get, uh, the more I think about it now that Rich Strike is out, this is going to be the story. Yeah, There's no, It's going to be D. Wayne Lucas at 86 years old with his last chance to win a Triple Crown. Maybe his last chance to win a Triple Crown race. That's going to be the angle that we're yeah. all going to play. With a Philly, no less. So. Yes, yes. be pretty incredible. Um, all right, let's move on. This is a horse everybody's forgetting about. Simply, yes. simply just ignoring simplification ran fourth in the Kentucky mm -hmm. Derby. He didn't get the best of trips. He's consistent every damn time this horse shows up. You never know if he's going to come from way up from the back or, or be on the lead. He's always around. He's always hitting the board. He's already at Pimlico. He already shipped up there. What are your thoughts on simplification? Will he be ignored again? It kind of feels like he's going to be. Oh, there's no doubt he will. Yeah. And I think that uh, the trainer's part of it, you know, he's not. He's well-known if you follow horse racing closely, yeah. and he does a great job, but a lot of people don't know who he is. Uh, I think the fact that he doesn't win a whole bunch, you know what I mean? He's yeah. always close, but he never wins. Well, I can't say he never wins. He's three for eight. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's last two races, third, fourth, ran really well. Yeah. Um, Been beaten by horses that – haven't really gone on to do a lot. Exactly. Right? Why Barrio didn't do much. Uh, right. Anyway, go ahead. He's definitely one though that probably we. What do you think? Six to one, eight to one. I think so. Yep. That's one you better you better look at and put on your ticket. I think because yep. he always runs well. You know, fourth place in the Derby is nothing to sneeze at. So, uh, I mean, he beat a lot of a lot of really good horses to finish fourth and he always seems to run about the same so he's a very consistent horse that's going to be there you're not just going to blow him off the track yeah yep. all right let's move on here i totally agree with him uh I, he's one i'm going to use underneath for sure all right early voting now for chad brown mm -hmm. this is interesting he because is he's now put, can you put up his uh races there yes let me do that right here yep all right He's only okay. ran three times. Okay. Lightly raced. Mm -hmm. Skipped the Derby to point for this. Yes. So he's coming in fresh. Okay. Take this one on for size. And there you go. Early voting. Here's my other pick, says Rodney Evans. Mm -hmm. We had a speed meltdown in the Kentucky Derby. Total right. catastrophe. Yep. It's not you're not you're probably gonna get an overcorrection in this race. I think they let this horse go. I don't think he'll have to run real fast to get this lead anyway with the other horses that are that are entered. No. 
gate to wire oxbow style. That's who early voting kind of reminds me of. He I think he's it. got a shot. He does. I don't think they can let him get too far ahead. If if they let him get too far ahead, I don't know that they'll catch him. I don't either. Yeah. And I think the, I think these trainers are smart enough. I mean, to know that. And yeah. uh, so he's got all the credentials, you know, great trainer, well-rested, yep. pointed for this. Uh, I guess they figured he couldn't win the Kentucky Derby. It's just not worth putting him in there. Yeah. Uh, has done nothing wrong. You know, finished second in the Wood Memorial to Zandon, right? Uh, no, Mo Donegal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mo Donegal. Uh, that's a pretty good horse. Yeah. And uh, he's, he is going to be a factor. He'll have to be. You know, if yeah. Zandon doesn't run, uh, then again, he's going to move up the ladder as, as, as far as uh, the morning line goes, too. Yeah. 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 So Rodney says, you know, the problem is, uh, or his fear is, uh, what was the competition like? Well, he, sure. he was defeated by Mo Donegal. Mo Donegal was fifth in the Kentucky Derby, and a lot of people have commented, and if we have a video about uh, Mike and I did about the trip notes, and if Mo Donegal gets a little bit cleaner of a trip, meaning he's not 12 wide on the term, I don't know that he wins the Kentucky Derby like a lot of people think. He certainly is right there with a shot. Well, he's in the mix. If he gets rich strike strip, he probably does win. I guess I, sh I will say that. Well, but yeah, yeah. And talking about the competition, I don't see a whole lot of competition in this race. If Zandon doesn't go, right. Basically, now you've got Epicenter, who's very good. Yes. You do have the Kentucky Oaks winner, but it's still, it's a Philly who has it's not, she hasn't had those super impressive speed figures, mm -hmm. right? Simplification. Simplification. He's a horse that he's kind of shown if you run a really, really good race, you'll beat him. Yep. And that's really not a knock on him. That's just kind of what it says about it, like how he kind of presents himself. Yep. And what I else? I don't do we know have? that the I mean, it's gonna be tougher to win the preakness than the wood. I'm not saying that, but True. it's not that big, big of a step. It's a step, but it's not that big a one. The key though is. If they let him get out on his own, he exactly. would be very tough to run down. Well, let's look at some of these others. Uh, rattle and roll if he runs. Yep. Early voting not, can't beat rattle and roll. I mean, rattle and roll to me is a complete toss. Yeah. Uh, uh, shake him loose. Shake him loose. Here he is. He's He finished third in the Tessio. Complete toss. Definitely. I, I didn't even look at him. Uh, yep. Skippy Longstocking, stupid name. He's not going to win. Skippy Longstocking, and I'll pull him up here. Last time out was third, two, early voting, in the mm -hmm. wood, way behind. I way don't behind. think that's a problem. Has he ever, has Skippy even won a uh, uh, stakes race? No. No, no. Throw him out. Yeah. Uh, the one with one eye. Uh-uh. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, I don't think he's going to run. Okay, well, he ain't going to win anyway. Yeah. And then Happy Jack, maybe. Uh-uh. No, and Happy Jack's a maybe to run as well. Yeah, he's, no. he, he's won um, one race. Kenny so, McPeak's horse that won on Kentucky yeah, Derby right. under card. I mean, yeah, and it was an allowance, right? I'll take my chances trying to beat him. I don't think you'll put him on a ticket. Well, yeah. I don't think so. No. no. So what have you got? You got Epicenter. You got Secret Oath. You got Simplification. If Sandin is out. 
and then you got early voting. Why the hell can't he win? What is so damn good about this competition? It's right. not that good. I'm telling you right now, it's not unless some more enter somebody no. else enters. So this I want to address because he said, aren't we doing the same thing we did with the Derby winner by throwing them out and dismissing them completely? Not necessarily because he didn't get in there until Friday. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> if you're going to base your handicapping going forward on the Kentucky Derby, you're going to lose a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of money. Go ahead and throw Skippy Longstocking in there. Please do. And if he Please. wins, you're going to do the same thing. You have to take that rate and forget it. it that, that kind of stuff does happen, for sure. Oh, yeah. But very, very, very oftentimes, a lot, it's either the logical horse wins or a horse that's a logical longer, like a longer price, but still you can get to that horse. Say like, um, I'm just going to throw out a name, just random, like Cyberknife, for example. Okay, say he wins the, the Kentucky Derby at 30 to 1 or 21, whatever he was. Well, he won the Arkansas Derby. He had won yeah. two races in a row. He had it's done like, something. Yeah, you look at that and you go, okay, what could we learn from this? Yeah. Zozos. Well, God, he was second in the Louisiana Derby. He was getting better. Um, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of uh, just – there was many logical horses. Smile Happy, um, you know, a horse that's like finished okay. second twice. He was running yeah. pretty well. No, you don't, you don't take anything away from the Kentucky Derby when Rich Strike wins. Mm -mm. As far as, wow, wow, what do I need to do to handicap better? It's just sometimes you get beat by horses that don't make any sense. And all these people, they're like, oh, I knew it. Oh, I had him because of this or this. No, Those you, are people that are using really bad handicapping angles. And eventually, you'll get all their money back if you just do things logically in the right way. I think those are people and, that just bet a long shot, put $5 on him. That's what. Well, I but I saw a lot of people like, I just bet him. I, I bet breeding. Well, first of all, he wasn't the only horse in the race that could go a mile and a quarter for the breeding purposes. No. And let me be clear. I'm not being an asshole. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm, t I've, I'm in the game 365 days. Well, 364. We don't run on Christmas. 364 <laughs> days a year. And I know, like, people who bet Rich Strike, that's, like, as a handicapper, a guy that does this for a living, that's what you want. You want those yeah. people, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, no, we're not making the same mistake. We didn't really make a mistake in the Kentucky Derby. We just – it was just – you can't – it's eighty to one shot. I mean, you can't you can't do anything about it. And it, it, by him not running in the Preakness, that's what ruins the Preakness so much. Yeah. You no, know, because that story is now gone. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it's just that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing about it. That that yeah. definitely hurts um, the thought process now for the Preakness for sure. But you know, like I said, we'll be excited this time next week. Again, I I went on a rant there. I don't want to make it sound like you're dumb if you bet him or this or that, but I'm not going to never throw out a horse again because of one race that happened. There were 27 races over the weekend, right? Yeah. I just, there was only one that was 80 to one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was just one of those things that happened and it was yeah. fabulous. And like I said, I laughed out loud when I realized it was him and, and that wasn't because I thought it was funny. It was just, holy cow, all that work yeah. to put into handicap a race. And here comes a horse that wasn't even in the race until Friday. And, and this is fine. Right. If you want to, if you want to throw out this, the horse won by 18 and you couldn't see that angle. Look, if you want to bet $30,000 maiden claimers, 
yeah. grade one races yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah. Please do that. Please. Yeah. I don't care if they won by 18, 28, 58. Please, please do it. Yeah. <laughs> or as JR said, he bet him with eight other. other okay. Now let me, let me clarify. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. If Throw you that backwheeled, if you put an all over epicenter and all over, you, you know, a horse that was logical a second, that makes sense. There's ways you cash yeah. that you could use logical betting angles from a hitting. Or if you're like, okay, I've got five horses in this try. Let's just throw in one more. Oh, I've got a lot of favor. Just throw in that 80 to one. Maybe he'll hit the Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what JR said he did. And yeah. I, I respect people like that. Yeah. I don't respect the ones that come up to me and say, I knew that horse was going to win. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. Those are the ones I don't like. <laughs> I yeah. can't, you know. But if you throw him in the, on, on a long shot because he's 80 to one, sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It, this is and this is see like my sister hit it and you know betting names. Okay. Yeah, that's like I'm not saying that's bad or or no. I hate that. It's just a like, lot of people do that. That's that's how you hit horses like this. That's, <laughs> that's what we're trying to point out. Yeah, yeah, that 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 totally proves what I'm saying. It's just like it's I hit them. It good, great, right? So yeah, yeah. Um. Well, this is the deal. This horse will improve and win by 20 at Belmont. That's the prediction. What do you think? Rich Strike, he's going to win the Belmont by 20? I think he's talking about – is that who he's talking about? That's who he's talking about, yeah. Rich Strike will win by 20 at the Belmont. Yeah. I'll take that bet right now against that. Yeah, yeah. Not very many win by 20 at the Belmont. So. Right. I'll go with that right there. So <laughs> he may win. I'm not going to say he may not. He might not win, but I don't think by 20. No. He said he had Smarty Jones because he watched him break his maiden. Uh, uh, he's 15 to one. He won by 15. Well, Smarty Jones also went on to win a whole lot of other races before the Kentucky good. Derby. He was pretty good. He was a bit easier to get to. Yeah. Um, all right. Anybody else we're missing? Uh, we went through all of them. Uh, listen. Post positions don't make a ton of difference here, so I can ask you this, and I don't know that it'll change, but as of right now, after who we have went through here, who do you like to win the Preakness? I got to go with Epicenter. I, I, I just think he's the best horse in the field. And I know he'll come in ready to run. Run. <laughs> I know Asmussen will have him ready. Uh, I, I, I like him. I don't know if Zandon's going to run. Um then I really like early voting. Somebody's going to have to go get him. And so I've got to throw him in there. And, and I, I, I think Secret Oath will hit the board. I really do. So that's my top three. If Zandon's in there, I, that would be my top four. The only one that really worries me about coming in and screwing everything up is simplification. You know. Yeah. So I'd have to think about him. But I don't think, I don't think simplification will win. I don't think he'll win. Uh, we had a question uh, about Un Oho. Um, the deal is, he is on the probables list. I haven't seen a work from him in a while. Uh, that's what I'm worried about. So he is on the. He's not. He's on the possible list. I should say, not the probable list. Yeah, I'm not sure um, on him. I think he came out of that Arkansas Derby pretty banged up. I mean, there. Yeah. You know, he, he had the stitches. Uh, maybe he didn't come out of it. Just the greatest. That's just me speculating. I don't know anything for sure, to be clear. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I haven't seen a workout from him. 
We'll see, Joe. Uh, if he's in, maybe he can hit the board, right? Maybe he can run up there and hit the board. I, I don't think – I think mm. that's his ceiling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say this, too. If Epicenter doesn't win the Preakness, I don't think he'll run in the Belmont. I think he'll hold him out. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. He, he may yeah. hold him out anyway. I don't know if he'll run. Yeah. So, he might. Uh, yeah. And, so, and JR, JR, I have no worries about Epicenter being exhausted or having too much taken out of him. I, I, I don't worry about that at all. Yeah. I don't either. We, we kind of addressed that a little bit earlier. He may not have been here, but when you look at Asmussen, he usually has them ready to run a pretty good preakness after the Derby. Uh, his horses have kind of shown up. So, he, look, though, he's got to be even money. Yeah. Do you want to try to find some angles where possibly he doesn't show up with his best race? That is one argument. I don't. Well, I guess you're going to have to decide. Yeah. Is he that solid a favorite? Yeah. At even money, like Jackie's Warrior was. I, I think, you know, JR, if you're looking to go against him, I, I think the best way you could go against epicenter and make a case here is I not that he won't be coming back too soon. He just lost to rich strike. Yeah. He has lost. <laughs> he lost to call me midnight earlier in the year. So he's shown he can lose races. The horses he shouldn't lose to. Right. Yeah. But I'm not going to count that rich strike thing against him. <laughs> he did lose. Uh, you have I'm to count it against him. Go ahead and say that, but I'm not using that against him. So <laughs> everybody else did too. <laughs> so that whole field got beat yeah. by that horse. Yeah. I'm That's just saying. If the other you, one, yes. If you're oh, taking I, him okay. for a short price. Yeah. What, what you're saying, Aaron, and we talk, you and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. When you get that short price, the first thing you got to think of is, is he worth it? Yeah. Is he worth going and putting a hundred bucks on him? And right. is he that good? And in my opinion, the answer to that would be no. I don't think he's worth betting a bunch of money on at even money. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, I agree. He's not like, uh, let's see. Let me he's go. not like Jackie's Warrior. No, no, no. It, well, that's a great, okay. Out of the same barn, great point. Jackie's Warrior was even money in that Churchill Downstakes. And I was like, just um, bet how much you want to bet. Yeah. This it's, horse is not that. No. Right. Yeah. No. No. That's a that's a really good it's not game. like Pharaoh was in the Belmont. Yeah. I don't know what Pharaoh went off at. No, he's not he's not Pharaoh. He's not justified. Mm -hmm. You're you're betting epicenter at even money, more so at least going into this race, more so thinking the competition isn't gonna be good enough to beat him. Yes. I think he's kind of I think he's the best horse in this crop right now, but I also yeah. think it's wide open for somebody to come Absolutely. up and, and, and take that's that why, from him. Right. Um, and that's why you don't bet a whole ton of money on him at even. Yeah. Money. The flip side of it is Zandon came up to him, looked like he's going to get by him, and he dug in and, and kind of – he didn't re-break, but he he, he kind of started to separate from him. So He did, and I thought he was beat. I did. I, I did Zandon. too. And well, he was just not by that horse. But uh, well, no, I thought Zandon was going to beat him. I yeah, did. yeah. But 
again, too much too soon. Go, you know, Curlin, Midnight Bourbon, horses that came out of the of the Derby ran pretty well. Um, honestly, Asmussen for these owners, I don't think they would push the horse. They're they're pretty patient. Um, I don't think they'd push that horse to that race unless he was doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are long time uh, owners. Uh, Moody, you asked uh, how was Zandon's trip in the Derby? Uh, Samich and I did the trip notes and it, it was fantastic. A fantastic trip. He sat about 11th or 12th. He saved all the ground. You know, Pratt just bottled up a center as they made their moves and he was right there with a chance. Uh, he, Zandon had no excuse from a trip standpoint. It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. So, yeah. Um, all right. Any any other Preakness thoughts before we move on to no. the, our last uh, segment here with the sports? No, I think that's uh, we'll cover that again uh, Monday. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Who knows who's going to be in there on Monday? Well, it's not going to be Rich Strike. We do know that. Yeah. So. Golly, that's a start. That's you that's can bet. You can bet that. Uh, Okay, we got Magic Mike coming on at, at, at 4 p.m. Central, and then Blinkers Off will be after that around 6.30 or 7 Central. You can bet we're going to talk a lot more as we have kind of fully digested yeah. the fact that Rich Strike, well, the Kentucky Derby the, winner, is not going to be in the race. By the time Blinkers Off comes along, you and uh, Jared will have a whole new conspiracy going on this deal, probably. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll end the horse racing talk by this, or with this. Jared did not take the loss as well as I took it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so he's even more upset than I am that Rich Strike is not in the race. My phone's blowing up and he is, he's really <laughs> pissed off. So <laughs> you uh, might turn in or tune in to Bleakers off. Uh, Shawty, great question. Haven't announced it yet. Yes. Preakness live streams are coming back. Very similar to Derby live streams. We'll be live uh, starting tomorrow. So we'll be live tomorrow. And then we will be live Monday for the draw all the way through Thursday. Uh, we may even do Friday. We may even do all those days. And then Saturday, we will have a live Preakness stream, just like we had a live Derby stream. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's we're definitely going to do that. We loved having those shows. And Magic texted us the other day. I said, yep. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. So, um, yes, tune in for that for sure. Uh, yeah, his magic says, wait, 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 wait. Jared didn't take losing a bet well while he was drinking at the track. This is my shock face. <laughs> it took Jared, oh, I think he was over it the next day, about halfway through a trip. He finally started to, like, okay, it's okay. It's going to be okay, you know? So, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That's when you just forget. See, and that's the thing. As soon as they cross the wire, and, and everybody's, I'm not saying I'm better, he's better, whatever, everybody's different. But they, as soon as they crossed the wire, I was just like, all right, well, where are we going to eat, guys? You know? Yeah. And Jared's yeah. like, his soul is crushed. And I'm like, well, I mean, the horse we picked never picked up his feet one time the whole race. So it's not like we got heartbroken. He looked like an idiot. As soon as, as soon as they hit the turn and they asked him he wouldn't run, I was like, wow, yeah. that's, that's horrible. <laughs> And then you're watching, and it's like, oh, well, now an 80 to one shot just won. So, yeah, let's just get out of here. Just enjoy <laughs> it. I mean, like, it's been a great day until this. Mm -hmm. Let's leave. And thank God we bet Jackie's Warrior and speak of the devil. Like, let's get the hell out well, of here. Well, you know, I always think of this too. When a horse wins like that, and I, of course, I didn't pick him, I always say, well, nobody else picked him either. 
So yeah. I wasn't the only. No one saw that. Well, several people picked him according to our comment section. Oh so. yeah. In um. Yes. Uh. Yes. All the dudes will be on this live stream. We actually had a discussion. And uh, boy, this is going to show the dedication to the people. We had a discussion <laughs> on the way home, and we said, you know, that live stream did so well, but we felt sorry because Magic, you know, he had some guests and they did okay, but Magic was alone a lot of it, and it's so from now on. But it's a huge day, like like the Preakness, obviously. All the dudes will try to be on there as much as possible. Yes. So we'll have all the dudes on Saturday. All right. That's it. That's all I can talk about racing. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's move on quickly here. Uh, I, 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 I expected that. I know. Magic was a beast on the live stream. He always is a beast. Okay. Yeah, he is. I, I expected that to go about 35 minutes but then rich strike scratched yeah that so, changed the whole show changed the whole show so now we'll talk hockey it'll be a little shorter uh but we'll still do it and then we'll talk basketball as well all right papa dude we said we told the people yes these nhl first round playoffs are gonna be unbelievable mm -hmm. seven of the eight series are into a game six that's right four of those game sixes are tonight tonight one of them I've been nervous about ever since Game 5 ended. We'll, get to, that, we'll get to that one in a second. <laughs> but Carolina-Boston, let's start with that. Can Boston end, or can, extend the series, I should say, to the seventh game tonight? Try, hand, try picking these games that I do every day. Yeah. And try to dream up angles that make sense. Right. It's impossible. So you have four, as you said, series tonight, all game sixes. Let's see. Uh, two of the teams can close them out on the uh, home ice. Yep. One can even the series. Uh, two of them can even the series tonight on home ice. So to me, if I wasn't, okay, if I'm just – watching and i'm not invested in any teams you know i'm not rooting for any of these teams i i'm not going to say that because it's going to jinx them i would think the blues game would be the easiest to pick tonight yeah but i know the blues so it's not the easiest to pick tonight so i went with the best bet of the day carolina and boston and i went with the hurricanes because i just think they're better than Boston. And I thought they won a critical game five when I wasn't sure they were going to, and they won fairly easy. And to me, they're better than Boston. I think they have a better team. So I, I, I went with them as the best bet of the day. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't bet a nickel on any of these games tonight. So to me, that's for me anyway, that was my easiest one. Uh, the two hardest for me have been the two hardest for me the entire th time. Yeah. And that's Toronto and Tampa and the Oilers and the Kings. I have got no feel on that Oilers-Kings game, a series at all. I thought uh, when Edmonton came back and tied it the other night, I thought they were, they would win in overtime and they didn't. So I, I don't really, I don't really like them right now in that situation with the maple leaves and the lightning, I flip a coin. 
I just flip a coin because I have no freaking idea in that one. That is a great series between two great teams. And I, it's a shame one of them's going out in the first round. It's just a shame. Uh, I went ahead and took the Lightning tonight simply because it's at home. And when I flipped the coin, they came up. And that's how I bet about every one of those games. It is just that that close. I think Toronto's a little better. I don't know about you. I think they're a little better. So then we'll talk about the Blues here in just a minute. So who you got tonight in the in the Carolina game? I'm going to go Carolina. I think they end it tonight. I think they're a better team. Uh, I don't you think kinda, they mess you around. You feel like I do? I think they end it tonight, yeah. Okay. You think they're better? And yeah. I do, too. I was impressed with them in game five. I thought they might choke in game five, and they didn't. I think they're solid. I think they're just a team that full of solid players. You don't really realize how good they are, and you watch them. And, and I mean, they were just dominant. And I think mm-hmm. I think they end it tonight in Boston. I, I go Carolina. Okay. I, now, are you still riding the Tampa Bay train? Yeah, I pay, I'm taking Tampa Bay tonight for sure. Um, we'll see game seven. I thought they would win game five. Boy, they got up 2 nothing. They looked like they were going to win that thing. Didn't get it done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Tampa, though. I think they force a game seven. This too. feels like a seven-game series to me. And, you know, I was very impressed with Toronto in game five uh, because they, they got behind, like you said, 2 nothing. then took a 3-2 lead, and Tampa tied it pretty late. At three, and I thought, oh, my God, they're yep. in big trouble. And they got that fourth goal and, and hung on. Aren't you impressed with them, with Toronto? Oh, very much, yeah. But Toronto has been in a situation before. Oh, I know. Hasn't been able to close the door. Listen, to me, this Toronto team is the better of the two teams. They, I think so, too. They have stars. They have speed. They have great skill on the back end. They don't have a goalie. That's I don't trust him. And yeah. in a game seven, that could get scary for sure. But well, this is a really good team. It is. And if they go to game seven, oh my God. Yeah. Um the pressure is going to be on the that's just a crapshoot. Yeah. Now you've not liked Edmonton all along. Yeah, if we want to if you want to jump to the Edmonton yeah, series. That one, we'll save the blues for last. The Edmonton series is over. LA wins tonight. I picked him also tonight. Another goalie that just has been weak, I feel yeah. like. And he gets some soft goals. Edmonton, yeah. they're a soft team. I haven't liked them all year. They're a soft team. I'm with Badgett. They're going to fire Ken Holland after this thing. I, I'm, I'm definitely going with the, with the Kings tonight. I went with them too, simply because I trust uh, Jonathan Quick yep. in big games. He plays pretty well. And even though he is getting older, it's a big game. And that leads us to the one where our hearts are invested in. And uh, I thought the Blues were fantastic in game five. Uh, showed a lot of guts. I told Sandy, uh, I said right before the end of the second period, if we can just get a goal and tie this thing, I think we're going to win it. And they yep. did. And then they took care of business in the third period and dominated like good teams do. So the key to the Blues, we all know what it is. Goaltending and how well will the back line play. And stay out of the penalty box. Because when Minnesota's on the power play, Kaprasov is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and the Minnesota was two for two on the power play in the first period. The Blues never got a penalty the rest of the game, and they shut them down. So those are the keys tonight. Yep. So the big news tonight out of Minnesota, Cam Talbot in the net tonight for the Blues. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. You know, that that that's a pretty ballsy move, and, and I think it's a good one because we've we've seen Flurry for five games, and – they kind of know his tendencies. So you throw a different guy out there, it could throw you off a little bit. Now, from my perspective, I'm glad to hear that. From a Blues fan perspective, I'm very glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah I am. I, I don't think Cam Talbot's going to be the answer tonight. Um, it's all about the Blues tonight, in my it opinion. Is. And it's all about Jordan Bennington. You hit it. I, listen, the Blues are healthy on the back line again. Mm-hmm. And that's all that really needed to happen. And now they have to get the goaltending. They're going to win the series. They're going to win the game so tonight. Too. And 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 that's the key. And he's played solid as solid can be in the two games. There is no reason for him not to have confidence tonight nope. and to not come out and play well. I, and if they'll stay out of the penalty box, they can't get those stupid penalties. Yeah. The big thing with – Go ahead. The big thing with Kaprizov – and I know you probably noticed it too. He absolutely was dominating, and he's dominated the series. He's the well, best player on the ice. Yeah, he has seven goals. He's something else. He's unbelievable. I wish the Blues had him. Um, but they matched him up with Braden Shin in the in middle of the second period through the third period, and Braden Shin didn't even focus on anything other than punishing Kaprizov. He yep. hit him, and he hit him, and yep. he hit him. And that's what the Blues can do. They've got, got a great – defensive line with Shin O'Reilly and Perron. That'll be the matchup tonight. Watch number 10, Braden Shin matched up against Kaprizov 97 for Minnesota. And the other thing is on home ice, you get the last change so they can get that matchup when they need it. Uh, I wrote my article today. That's that's exactly what I wrote. You know, the blues are going to do everything they can to shut him down. And it's up to Minnesota for somebody else to step up and score. They can't. I don't. So, I don't think if, if they if they hold Kaprizov without a goal, the Blues are. Oh, I think. Oh, they're going to win. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a huge game. They've got them right where they want them. We've seen this before with the Blues. They struggle to close teams out on home yep. ice, and yep. that's the fear of all of us that have watched the Blues over the years. Can they close them out when they got them by the throat? And uh, we'll see. It's this hockey. is a good hockey team. They're they're good. And they're experienced. And here's the other thing. To stay out of the penalty box, that makes so much difference. When you're not in the penalty box, your best players are on the ice more. Right. Tarasenko plays more because he doesn't play on the penalty kill. And you got to have them out there. So that is a key. Don't come out tonight, guys, and think you got to throw your weight around and knock them around and get cheap penalties, play disciplined play your game and i think they win the blues have them if they don't win tonight it'll it will be i mean i just i'm not gonna say i'm shocked but it'll just no you won't be shocked no i won't be shocked at all but it'll just be like how did you lose the blues here's the difference minnesota has the best player okay it's not close that guy is an player yes the blues have the best team they do and right now, the Blues have the best goalie. And we talked about it before the series started. What team's going to get the best goaltending? He's probably no. going to win. Jordan Bennington has been the best goalie once he got into this the series. He's yeah. been fantastic. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Let's move on to the Friday games. Like I said, there's three more game sixes, uh, and they'll be Friday. Rangers, Penguins. Look like the Penguins are going to close out the Rangers last night. They didn't do it. They did. Well, they Rangers close it out at home in game six. Well, that was a great comeback by the Rangers. I thought yeah. they were dead. Yeah. And they played like the Rangers uh, in the last period and a half and really looked good. They're better, I think, than Pittsburgh. Would Could that have turned the series, you think? We've seen it before. It's possible. Teams come back from three to one. Not very often, but they do in hockey a lot more than they do in basketball. Mm-hmm. So, I tell you what, Pittsburgh better damn well win tonight or they're in big trouble. So, yeah. not tonight, tomorrow night. I uh, haven't really analyzed it yet. I haven't picked Pittsburgh much in this series. Is there goaltending problem maybe starting to come to the front? It's possible. Neither team's gotten any goaltending in this series. Well, he was uh, the Rangers was goalie was pretty good after they got the lead. Yeah, he hasn't been good in the series. No, he has not. He has not played well, and he's the reason where they're at in the regular season. He was really good. Yeah, and he hasn't been. So maybe he needed that one last night. Yeah, Uh, comebacks. I think Pittsburgh gets it done. I think Pittsburgh. Goes, uh, they might. The Rangers are iffy. They're iffy. Yeah. He is up for both the, the Vezina and the Hart. He has not been good. Right. He was incredible in game one. After that, he has not been that good. Uh, Panthers and the Capitals. Boy, the yeah, Panthers. Yeah, a comeback. Panthers have been on the brink a couple of times. They've showed yeah. a lot of heart, a lot of guts, however you want to phrase it, being able to, to be up 3-2 here going into Washington tomorrow night. I kind of feel like the Panthers are going to put them away. What do you think? I've said that before, too, and I agree yeah. with you. Uh, they could This series could easily be over. Oh, yeah. They made a remarkable comeback in game four. You know, they were down 2-1, to one, scored late, won in yep. overtime. Yep. And they're down 3 nothing. that you could hear a pin drop in that arena yep. last night when it was three to nothing. And even when they scored to make it three to one, it wasn't very loud. I mean, those fans, I don't imagine there's a whole lot of hockey experts in Miami, Florida. No, They're probably not. And they probably are sitting there thinking we suck. You know, we have no chance. And yeah, even when they made it three to one, they, they probably felt the same way, but man, they turned it on and I'm with you. How do the capitals, They've lost two straight. They could have easily won. Yeah. They're 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 tough, but really they're not that great, you know? <laughs> they're just not. They've played a hell of a series. You got to give them a tremendous amount of credit. I think Florida gets by them also uh tomorrow. And I think if Florida can get through this first round, a lot of pressure is going to get off of them cuz I don't think we've seen the real Florida team yet in these playoffs no they've they've played pretty tight um i think i think that game's just gonna it that could get out of hand i, I think the capitals have got to be about done after that I, I would think so i would think so finally this series has been a good one too if you like yes, tight yes. checking hockey it's been fantastic uh the calgary flames the dallas stars it's now three two calgary another comeback they were behind going into the yes. last period and won uh, they go to Dallas to try to close out the Stars. I kind of think the Stars force a game seven. This has been a tight series here. I think we're going back to Calgary. What about you? I, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, 
you know, the problem is this is in the Western Conference, and most of us can't stay up till midnight till the end of these games. You know, I can't stay awake. And 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 the Blues have been on opposite, well, not this series, but what was the, what was the other one uh, opposite this? Colorado and Nashville. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, unless I'm really interested in a game, I can't stay awake. So these Western Conference playoffs don't start till 8.30 here, 9.30 on the East Coast. Yeah. So I, I've seen some of it, and you're right. It's it's tight checking. It's hard to get in there short range for goals. Goals are at a premium. I thought the Flames showed a lot of guts winning game four in Dallas and then again fell behind last night and came back and won. Um, they're the better team. Dallas's goaltender has been fantastic. And the, the Stars are hard to beat. So I'm going to probably tend to agree with you. I think they send this thing back to Calgary for a game seven. Yeah. I think we end up with two or three game sevens. I, we I don't could. think we're going to have seven of them. But uh, And this we'll is just the first round, folks. <laughs> and really, when we did the preview show, you can go back and yep. watch. We said Colorado will dominate. Yep. And all the rest of these are going to be close. And there then here we are. It, it happened. Um, Colorado, I mean, Nashville just no match for Colorado. But these other ones have just been <sighs> incredible. It has. Um, all right, let's move on to the NBA. Uh, here these they're in there. In their second round, it's been good. And, yeah, we've got game sixes everywhere uh, as well in the NBA. Uh, tonight, we've got the Heat and the 76ers. It's 3-2 Miami going into this one. Do the 76ers force a game seven? Well, no one has won on the other team's home floor yet. Now, I watched quite a bit of game five, and Embiid looks hurt to me. I mean, he does not look good at yeah. all. I think he's hurting. I picked the Heat to win tonight. I like the Heat a lot. I thought they played great uh, in Miami and shut them down. I think they're tougher. It won't surprise me, though, if Philly wins. Uh, if Embiid is healthy, I don't know whether he is. He was either not interested or tired or he just didn't look right yeah the other night you know the heat beat them by like 30 and they didn't shoot like a team winning by 30 but when you hold somebody to 80 points in the nba you're going to win by 30 most of the time mm -hmm. i think they're better so i went with them tonight i think they close them out tonight i think it'd be I, tight but i, think I did the same thing i i went with heat tonight i think they're just a better team overall um this series has been interesting it the has. suns and the mavericks Suns do have the lead, three games to two, mm -hmm. same situation. Can the Mag mm -hmm. Mavericks force a game seven tonight uh, on their on their home floor? I kind of think Phoenix will get the job done, but I'm not as confident as, oh, as no. I thought I would be. I'm not either. Uh, Dallas has played terrible in Phoenix, but they played well at home. Yeah, and I, if you'll if you go through it, I'm sure you know you're busy with horse races, so you don't have time to go through it like I can. Dallas's role players have played bad in Phoenix, but they've played good at home and they've given Luca enough support to win at home. And Phoenix has not played very well in Dallas. They rolled them in game five. And the thing, I went with Phoenix also because two point spread Phoenix, you gotta, you gotta go for them. 
you know, you got you got to take that because they can beat anybody anytime. So my theory is you kind of got to take that. If it's six points, you go the other way, or maybe even four, you might go the other way. And the thing about that game the other night in Phoenix, uh, Chris Paul only scored eight points. The yeah. other angle to play with Phoenix tonight, and, and we all know Chris Paul is as big a competitor as there ever has been, his uh, family got yelled at or made fun of or there was an altercation mm-hmm. after the game. He played probably the worst game of his life in uh, game four in Dallas. I think he had five points, got fouled, fouled out of the game, only played 23 minutes. I think he's going to come out with a little bit of fire in his belly tonight, and I think that will be the difference. It won't surprise me, though. I'm like you. If Dallas wins, I'm not going to be surprised one bit. It's it's a 50-50 game tonight. And uh, uh, Junior, you say the same thing. He closed it out, Mavs, forced a game seven. I, I mean, possible. I could see it going either way. I'm yes. There was so much app happening tonight, I'm staying away from that game. No, don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not touching it. No. I'm fit, I mean, I'm – I think the Heat are going to win this. That Suns Mavericks is a that's a different story. I don't know. All right, the other two game six is Celtics and the Bucks. Boy, the Celtics go on the road. They get that series evened up, get that big win, and then they blow it and they lose game five. Now Milwaukee could close them out. I kind of think Milwaukee's going to do it now. I do too. I think the Celtics lost their their uh, series last night. Yeah, Uh, that's a heartbreaker. They led the whole game. Yep. You know, and it was going perfect. For me, the spread was too much. It was five and a half. And so I had Milwaukee plus five and a half, but I picked the Celtics to win yeah. on the money line. And I'm sitting there going, I got it. I've got it. You know, it kept going. Got down there. It was like two points, three points. Four. Boston was ahead. Yeah. And I didn't think ever they were going to lose. And then, boom, lost it right there at the bat. It, I still got the plus five and a half, but I missed on the money line. So, yeah, you know. It just screwed up the whole thing when I had had it all bet there. It was all working out. And I've been hitting the NBA so bad, so that's probably going to start a losing streak for me. I just I can just feel it. You know, I was rolling. I had that one going. And then what in the hell happened in Memphis? Memphis is playing better without Morant in the lineup. I know. And is that going to continue? I mean, they absolutely beat the crap out of Golden State last night and almost beat them in San Francisco in game four. So are they better without him? Do the other players step up and play so much better? I don't know. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. I couldn't explain that one to you. No. No. I don't think it's going to happen again. But I couldn't explain it to you. I don't think it is either. I mean, I'm as big a Morant fan as there is. I do think he tries to do too much. And I do think he shoots too too much. And I do think when he's on the floor, the other Grizzly players just stand around and watch him. And now the rest of them are having to step up. And maybe that's made a difference. I don't know. And he's not real good on defense, so they might be a lot better defensively. Now, the other thing with the Warriors are they're shooting terrible, just terrible. When they don't hit the, that three-point shot, they're not they're not as good because uh, that's their game. So they've taken them out of their game uh, without Moran on the floor. 
can they keep doing this? I am just shocked. I am totally shocked. I'm I'm afraid it's coming to the to coming to an end for the Grizzlies. Uh, I just don't see them going to Golden State and winning. I don't either. But man, after watching most of that first half last night, I, God, that was awful. See, that's why that was my secret for baseball. Don't watch the games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, just look at the stats. There's no way they're going to win. So uh, I don't know, but but the NBA has been fantastic, and uh, this is the first year I've watched it a lot, and uh, it's been really good. And the finals are going to be unbelievable. Eastern Conference Final, who whatever the teams are is going to be fabulous, and so is the other one. Yeah, I mean, if it's Bucks, he will be great. I think that's what it's going to be. And if it's Warriors-Suns, I mean, oh. that's just the dream series, right? Yeah, yeah. shoot out all over the place probably. Yeah, so it'll be great. It'll be yeah. great. I, I think that's what it'll be. Although, they, they, there's still a lot of long way to go, right? Yep, it's been um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, that's it. We've done it. We've come to we the did. end of our road. <laughs> um let's see let me pull this out of here what, uh what else you got anything else before we get out of here no i'm just i'm still just shocked that that came out it made the whole show it just made the whole thing roll you know pretty funny yeah we had this okay got this all planned here's what we're gonna yeah. do blah 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 and then first, yeah first person in the chat literally one of the first people in the chat we're like <laughs> yeah. uh hey by the way he's out yeah. Really? <laughs> of course, um, uh, you talk about conspiracy theories, and my text chains uh, are blowing up right now. Okay. Oh, never run again. It's heard. It's all, but you know. Oh, so you've got all kinds of stuff going on there, do you? People, people feel strongly about the source. See, I, it's, I think, I guess I'm in minority. I just don't care one way or another. It's just like, well, I, I wish he was running for interest. I wish he was running, but I'm yeah. not upset that he like to the point where I hate everybody that he's. Oh not. no, no, and 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 there's a reason, and and and, and Patricia knows these owners, uh, yeah, better than anybody, and and she says they are legit, so I'm going to go with her. They just don't feel like the horse came back right. Then it's it's ready to run. Or there's maybe no, they... there's no reason for any kind of conspiracy. No, like, no. Just... What would the conspiracy be? The, the test came back and he passed the test. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. It's just they don't want to run. I mean, now he could have a little something wrong with him, a little he injury could. here and there. But past that, there's nothing to it. They just, you they, know, I think if he was hurt, if there was a little injury, like you know, or he spiked a fever or whatever, he's not. He didn't come out of it well. They'd say it. Well, why would they okay. not? Okay, he galloped two over two miles yesterday. Oh well, he's not hurt. So I don't think he's hurt unless no. he came out of that gallop and he's he's not feeling well, the greatest. Or now, is that a lot? No, is that's that, what they do. That, are they send him? Yeah, out take a couple laps around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's no big deal. Um, but anyway, I, whatever. I, I just think they've decided he's he's just this is not this not his fit his yeah. training. Regimen. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm going with that. We'll because see. the easier if, if the horse is injured, okay. Yeah. Why don't you just say it? Well, yeah. And there are no conspiracy theories, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If the yeah, if the horse is if the horse is injured, then you certainly would say it. There's no reason not to. Yeah. Um and 
and this is, yeah, owner said the Preakness wasn't in the plan unless he didn't run in the Derby and that they want to keep him on a five, six week rest schedule. Well, there's really no reason no. to believe that's the not the case. Is, why did they wait till Thursday to not run him? So obviously they've worked him out a couple of times and they've yeah. decided he's not doing as well as he needs to be doing. Right? Clearly, he didn't come out of the race the greatest. No, and, like, they, and they I'm not will. talking about injury. I'm talking about he's he's probably not showing the he's signs not. of a horse that's ready to run again. Yeah, he that that's it. That's what I meant. Yeah, and that's why they've waited till today. That and they wanted to break the news during our show. Right. Yes. Uh, or as Russ says, maybe he was suspended for biting the outrider. <laughs> Maybe the outrider hurt him when he hit him. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Don't start that rumor. That's going to be the next one. Well, he shouldn't have hit that horse. He'd have He's been got, fine if he hadn't hit him. Got a breathing issue for getting bopped on the nose. Oh Lord. I was, I've just opened up a whole can of worms right yeah, there. Yeah. I'm glad there's, <laughs> I'm not saying that again out loud. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just, it's one of those things. things. It happens. It happens, folks. We'll be all right. We'll all be excited. We'll all be here next Saturday, huddled around the the screens watching. So don't worry about it. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to be it for us. Hopefully the Blues win tonight. Uh, Oh, I hope so. We'll be back here on Monday and we will either have no hockey team left or we'll be talking about the second round. So (laughs) that's the long and short of it. They lose tonight. They'll play game seven on Saturday and then we'll see. Do you know if that's an afternoon game or a night game? They have not announced the time. They're waiting to see how many games they have. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I would would guess we're going to get an earlier start time to that one. I would hope. Yeah, so. All right, guys, we're going to be out here uh, today. Uh, let's see, about two and a half, three hours away from the Magic Mike show. They're going to be covering the Belmont Park late pick four, uh, and it is a doozy. Belmont is back. Naira is back. Wow, they've got a great card. Uh, this this Belmont meet really starts to heat up now that the Derby's out of the way. So check that out. And then later on at tonight, after that one, we'll be back with Blinkers Off, and I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about that Belmont card as well. Um, plus, I'm sure... Both shows will mention Rich Strike. This will not be the only one. So. I kind of think that might be the uh, the topic. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just when I thought we were done. <laughs> hey, by what when is when is uh, Bleaker Talk? Around 7 tonight? Yeah, probably about 7 o'clock. Oh, my God. There will be all kinds of theories. So. Oh, my God. By, by 7 tonight, who, who, uh, who knows what could be. And a thank you as well, Jr. Uh, yeah, he's just great to see a small much. part of the show. You're a large part of the show, not just you small bet. The, uh, thank you. That's why we kind of tell you we got we had so many people today. I couldn't get all the comments, but we usually try to get mm-hmm. as many comments as we can up on the screen and discuss them. I so. just missed this one by Russ. He said Rich Strike is in concussion protocol. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, he's Russ. Got a, he's got an upper body injury. <laughs> all right, Russ. Here's what I'm going to do. And I, you know, listen, Jared didn't listen to this show, so he won't know. Nobody tell him if you're listening. Do not tell Jared. <laughs> he's going to give. He's going to kick it to me. I know it's going to happen. Thoughts on Rich Strike. And I'm going to have my phone. I'll act like I'm reading it. So uh-huh. I actually just got word on what it is. He's in concussion protocol <laughs> after the damage done to the strike to his head by the outrider. And yeah. I'll say it just as serious as a heart attack. We'll see if Jared actually believes it or how he reacts to it. So that's. <laughs> 
<laughs> challenge accepted, Russ. You didn't even challenge me. Oh, before. that is fantastic. What I'm going to do. And you guys know I can, I can act serious. So I think he's going to laugh. I think he's going to go, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember he's been with his kids four straight days. His mind oh, is, it's okay. not right right now. I so. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, all right. We're getting off here, guys. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Don't worry. It's, 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 in the, it's in the bag. All right, guys. We're going to get out. Stay tuned all day. We're here sometime or another. See you guys. Thanks, guys. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels. Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.